0: hello and welcome to the coast to coast combat hour i'm your host matthew hawkins and as always i'm joined by my co-host ed carbajal ed uh ted took a week off uh got some fresh air up in the mountains but i'm back uh you held down the fort how's everything going brother
1: cool you forgot to mention this is brought to you by All Access MMA. Please check out AllAccessMMA.com. Even when Matthew's on vacation, All Access MMA is still giving us some fight news. And I was, <laughs> I was, checking,
0: I was checking it out the whole time I was gone. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, nice to be back. Uh, glad you were able to hold down the fort last week.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Uh Mike uh, gave me a lot of updates on boxing and then... Uh, um you know talked about uh well last i think i think the last time we talked boxing on this podcast was uh like at the beginning of the pandemic right
0: uh yeah we had daniel on
1: yeah uh i think it was right before khabib
0: and uh and gagey so yeah pretty 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 early on at least in the return of the fight stuff um we didn't have it on our list of stuff we were going to talk about but you bring up boxing uh obviously we saw that there was the delay in the uh in the Roy Jones jr. Mike Tyson scheduled bout, uh, I think it went from like November 14th or something like that. Now it's, uh, what are we looking at the end of,
1: or no, it went from September to the end of November now. Is that, does that sound right? That's, that's the last I saw. I think Mike, uh, Coppinger, I forgot. I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name. The dude from the athletic was the one that broke that news. Yeah. And we talked about that. Uh, Mike Shepard and I talked about that last week too. I mean, um, I I'm wondering if it has something to do with because didn't one of the undercard guys is is one of those YouTube dudes and didn't the, like the FBI raid his house, so maybe. <laughs> I, so I, I don't, I don't, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There was some I
0: don't I I yeah I don't know. I saw some mixed news. I, I don't know what the deal was with him. Um, I do see that he was challenging somebody. Did you see it on Twitter where he
1: uh, what was it Jake Paul or Paul Jake or one of one of those Ryan, guys. yeah or, his <laughs> name is, or Logan Paul or whatever the hell his name is.
0: Um. He was. He said something about ten thousand dollars to anybody that can out wrestle him. And uh, Ben Askren uh, told him he'd pin him in less
1: than a minute. Yeah, he with his bad hip and everything. <laughs> I like that. I mean, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's probably true, which is probably why Ben Askren never heard anything back. Uh, yeah, from of course him. it's true. you <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's 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 wild, but uh, yeah. So the, the but the the fight did get postponed. I see that they came up with some uh, preliminary bouts for the event. Uh, like you said, that, that YouTube dude uh, against a former NBA player, which is bizarre as all hell, um, and then and then two other what seemed like uh, pretty standard regular bouts. Uh, so it looks like they are putting something together. Uh, I've been getting asked about it, this fight, more than I expected to, honestly.
1: Uh, which one? That one? Well,
0: well, there's the Titan, no, the Tyson fight. Oh, okay. The, the, you know, as if it's <laughs> like, I mean, we got to wait and see what happens, but. You know, my stance right now is it's an exhibition, so don't don't plan on being over. Uh, you know,
1: thinking it's going to be the greatest show. On- yeah, I mean, something always. I mean, exhibitions are supposed to be fun anyway, and and I think uh, the last time we talked about it, you know, uh, Mayweather had the exhibition with t- tension, and you know that that turned into a, a highlight that made the you know internet pretty when it when it happened. So. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Mike Tyson's walk- going around saying, I mean, which is probably true. You know, when you think about the way dudes that have careers, he said, it. I mean, it, it, it's called an exhibition, but he only knows one way to box. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he does go for swing for the fences, because if that's all he knows is to swing for the fences early, you know, in the first couple rounds, then uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what we see. But uh, you know, Roy Jones Jr. is not somebody that ever got uh put away easily in that fashion. So yeah, no, so I mean, it, it got it postponed. But maybe maybe it'll be good for you, <laughs> like if things miraculously get better after November and and there's like maybe some you can get some tickets out there because it's happening out in your neck of the woods. Yeah, I mean, you might be right about it miraculously ending after early
0: November, <laughs> um, which, which would be. Should be amazing um, yeah but, uh yeah but we'll see what happens uh i mean the postponement doesn't mean anything
1: yeah 30 years past their prime anyway so what's <laughs> what's yeah. another, another two months but i mean i get it i am I'm, I'm excited to see oh, them. Yeah, you guys I, walk down there and do it but uh i still want to see it yeah no exactly so hopefully it holds up i gotta see uh
0: you think those guys would be making good purse money right i mean if anything with that the bkfc well
1: tyson's talking about yeah no well tyson's talking about giving his money to charity charity or a large portion of it that's what uh shepherd said last week um when uh he subbed for you on the podcast that he he's trying to give a lot of his whatever he makes off of it he's trying to give a lot of it to charity so in that sense i'm kind of like good you know then uh you know maybe we should be a little more excited about it than Oh, maybe
0: I'll pay for it if 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 I find out that the charity is going to end up getting money. then maybe that I mean that could all change stuff. That
1: becomes a different, yeah different
0: scenario. But that's the uh, that'll obviously be a few months off. But uh, anything with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones is obviously going to make some news. Uh, the big you know over the weekend uh, we had uh, Bellator and UFC. Um, Bellator you know was uh, Friday night uh, Bellator two forty three Chandler versus Henderson
1: two yeah. Um, Pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting card. Uh, if yeah, you watched, it was, it was fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I uh, I saw the majority of the fights.
0: Um, I think there was one or two prelims that I may have missed out on, but um,
1: you saw the ones that counted. I hope. <laughs> I definitely saw the ones that
0: counted. Uh, and uh, you know, Lareda Valerie Lareda, your girl, picked up a huge, uh, huge knockout win. Um, showed a little bit of spice by getting in her opponent's
1: face and yelling at her after
0: the bout and yeah and
1: doing, doing a salsa dance uh, around, She around went full blitz Korea and Bellator <laughs> off. Yeah.
0: So, but she picks up a win, she moves to 3 and 0. I be interesting to see what happens if she when she faces uh, some higher level competition. Um, but for now she's young. Was she like 2021, 20, something like that? So,
1: yeah, she's, she's young. Still, yeah, she's still very young. So, just getting experience right now is obviously the main key. Uh, another bout that, that I saw early on uh, one of the, uh, somebody you've interviewed on uh, multiple occasions, Chris Lencioni. Still waiting uh, for an interview from that guy. Uh, yeah
0: no no doubt now all of a sudden he's getting big time huh i know i'm like yo. you were the only one waiting for him it was no problem now it's now it's big time but uh he picked up kind of a a grudge match win over aj Argazam uh in a uh in a in a bout that ended kind of weird did you i'm assuming that you saw that
1: bout start to finish yeah i I watched it straight through and i I watched both their post post fight interviews um um because they they uh you know they the uh, PR had had the video up on the internet because of all the COVID stuff. And um yeah, it was interesting to hear both sides of that. Um, obviously, you know, Lenciani won the fight, but uh I Agazar, and he I, I don't know if that's even his real Twitter account, but I, I think he apologized today and, and and said he looked back at the video and and was just kind of like, you know, um you know, I, I, that wasn't really the way to act afterwards. And he apologized to Chris and, uh, and uh, you know, said uh, and for his actions. I know Mike Mazzulli, our boy Nolan King was there on site. And, uh, I, and he wrote the article over at MMA Junkie where he talks about uh, Mike Mazzulli kind of snatched Aga's arm up right away and was like, yo, you can't be doing that. So, I mean, I mean, I know you and I are fans of old school pride rules and, and old MMA lawless MMA, but. You know, he, uh, I think that headbutt was deliberate. Uh, it looked yeah, I mean, that's,
0: yeah, there was, there was some foul play definitely in that, in that fight. Um, and I kind of got to eat my words, I guess, from a couple weeks back because a couple weeks ago I was, I was praising, uh, Mike Beltran as uh, one of my favorite refs and, uh, man, he had a bad night. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, he missed that headbutt. Uh, and then I believe he missed an up kick Mm. in that fight as well. Uh, and then I don't know what your opinion of the whole after situation was where he grabbed, you know, uh, came over to try to shake hands and, uh, AJ basically gave him the finger and tried to walk out of the cage. And then, Mm. uh, Beltran grabbed him and kind of drug him back into the cage and tried to tell him that's not how we do it. And yada, yada. Um, not, not really my thing. I gotta be honest with you. I, I don't. Uh, I don't need a referee to be a peacekeeper and a referee to you know to try to drag a fighter into the cage. Yep. I mean, I, I understand where he was coming from. Yeah. But I. Uh, I don't think he does that. Or maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he does that with a Conor McGregor. But I just you know I, I just felt like it was kind of a little bit too much of a dad thing. And it's like yeah
1: no oh, I, these,
0: these guys don't like you know it, it, there's no rule that says you gotta like each other. Luckily, <laughs> luckily for the sportsmanship of the sport, the majority of these guys are good dudes that that seem to get along, especially after they've had a, a nice little battle. And there's no no mistake about it; it was a good fight. Um, Lencioni definitely won on the cards, and I think he even won a ten-eight round. But it was it was still a competitive bout, yeah,
1: except for Doug Crosby's card.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: crazy judge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I wasn't big though on on. uh on Beltran trying to insert himself and, and become like, a, the I just think that that's just let it go. Guys don't like each other. Uh, they'll, you know, I mean, you know, hell we had Joe Riggs and, and Nate and Nick Diaz get in a
1: hospital brawl, you know, after, uh, <laughs> after, well, after UFC, like, uh, 50, yeah. I think it's 52 or 57. Uh, there's,
0: there's
1: 57. A, I think there's a fight lore about it for anyone that has. Yeah. No, I think it. it was 57. It was the pretty Couture, good. I watched Couture it. Liddell three
0: event. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I don't so, know.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, my take is, I mean, the thing is, you had three, including Beltran, uh, Lencioni's a Brown Belt, has his own academy, Sunshine Athletics out in Port Portland, um, and uh, Agazarm. So you had three people from the Jiu Jitsu community, which that's where I kind of like saw Beltran doing that. I'm like, you know, you got you got this guy trying to shake your hand, you know, like you know, there's there is a humbling aspect of the art that you, that everyone whether they acknowledge it or not, knows it. And, um, but on the you know, so that's where I understand where Beltran was coming from. But the thing with, um, I mean, Agazarm, I've seen him do that before, you know, the no, last has a, he has a history I, of it. Yeah. I know, uh, home girl, what's your name from, from your neck of the woods, uh, Nyla, Naila, whatever, whatever her name is that, uh, tweet back and forth about jujitsu stuff on Twitter. Um, cause I mentioned, uh, The last time I saw him do that in jiu jitsu competition was against Jake Shields and Polaris. And then she brought up all his other, his other post, uh, you know, sore loser antics, I guess we can call it. Yeah. I think he had something with Wagner Rocha and uh, Wagner Hocha. And and, uh, yeah, it's a couple of guys. He has a
0: history of it. Even his, even his Bellator fights haven't been like the most, uh, you know, he's kind of come off. He comes off real bad. Um, so I, I think, unless you, I think he's kind of one of those love to yeah. hate kind of. Guys. And I, I would
1: imagine if, if, a, if because you know, everybody kind of has to, to listen to regulators and regulation, especially with uh, you know, that's home base. Mohegan Sun Arena's home base for them until sep- uh September or maybe even December. From uh, if you read read my latest article over at myMMANews.com, um the uh the uh if the commission for that region says something then that's probably something that even scott Coker was probably like yo you can't you gotta you gotta cut that whatever you're trying to do don't 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 do that you know like do your trash talking make it fun at weigh-ins or whatever but don't do uh stuff like that so yeah
0: yeah but i mean i don't he didn't i i guess i just don't see what he necessarily the headbutt obviously i'm talking about post-fight stuff Yeah. Um, it, it seemed to me like, unless I'm misremembering, that it, it was simply the bout was announced, the winner Lincecum was announced the winner, and, and kind of AJ kind of walked out, was walking out of the cage. Lincecum went over to shake his hand, and he basically told him to go f himself. Um, again, <laughs> I, I mean, again, I I don't know. Maybe it's a little old school you know thing in me a little bit but i just don't that it was like okay well if that's the case that's the case we don't these guys don't have to like each other it's yeah. great when it's great when they do but you know so what they don't like each other maybe they fight again in five years from now or something you know i mean I, I don't know but that was that's neither here nor there i mean that was that was a small tidbit uh after after a great performance by lencioni who uh you know moved to seven and two and between his uh submission grappling and and some big mma fights he's he's working his way up towards, uh, towards a a nice little, a nice little fight. I mean, this fight wasn't the biggest opponent he's ever had, uh, you know, skill wise, but, uh, it was a name. So he's starting to fight people that, uh, people might recognize. And and that's, that's obviously good for his career. Yeah. Um, That was the, uh, that was the, oh, there was one more prelim, Adam Boric, uh, coming off of his loss to Caldwell. Uh, first loss of his career picks up a split decision win over Mike Hamill, uh, a late replacement replacement um, for uh, Corrales, uh, Henry Corrales, uh, which would have been an awesome fight. Boric picked up the split decision win. Looks good. Uh, I don't think it was. Uh, I think it was a. It might have been another Doug Crosby card for there to be a split decision because uh, I believe Boric's uh, dominated essentially from start to finish. Uh, then the, uh, the main card start and and I'm looking at it right now, just refreshing my mind. I did miss a lot of the, uh, the Hamasi Millinder fight. Um, so I can't really comment too much on that. Was there anything in that fight? Obviously Millender came in, uh, the favorite and he, uh, he took the loss, a unanimous decision. Um, anything you remember standing out in that fight?
1: Uh, I mean, you know what? I mean, uh, the, uh, not, not. I mean, it was not really. Um, just because uh, the other. I mean, I know we're going to get to that part of the card. I, I didn't think we we're going to go over the whole card, but the uh, the other significant losses on the card kind of overshadowed stuff for me. So I'm kind of drawing a blank right now.
0: Yeah, no, I I think I saw some of it, but nothing stands out. So yeah, with without we you know Miles Jury picked up a win uh, over Georgia Kanahari and split decision. Co main event was another Beltron blunder. Uh, for refereeing, uh, Timothy Johnson picks up the ground and pound TKO win over Matt Mitrione after dropping him with a headbutt. Um, you know, uh, probably should just do an instant rematch almost on that if if Mitrione wants. It.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, that's, so that that's one of the significant losses that I was like, Eesh, you know. Well,
0: he, sh- I mean, I think it's a, I think it's an automatic uh, no contest if he if he appeals it. I mean, how can it not be? That's why I mean I in fact I thought we had instant replay for a, a, maybe that's not considered a fight ending sequence. Yeah. But uh I think if that's I think that could easily be one of these You know, I,
1: I honestly didn't think those were like screw ups on Beltran's part until you're mentioning it now. I'm like it didn't it didn't stick out to me like that. But uh yeah. I mean
0: I mean it wasn't blatant as if he like you know, he made a call that was bad, he just missed it.
1: Yeah, he, he yes. missed
0: two headbutts, and and you're not going to catch everything. I'm just saying it wasn't the best night, and I still think Beltron's a great ref. Um, until he uh pulls her his mustache. And, yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: um, that bothers me. I know he trains and everything. I wouldn't be able to roll with somebody with a long ass mustache like that. I'd Be like, yo, you got to wash that or tape do something with it. I think he does. I think he does tape it, it like to um, himself or something. But still, it's nasty.
0: It seems <laughs> like you could use it like a gi or something, and. Do like a collar choke or something with it?
1: I mean, I'm sure you can. <laughs> it's that long. I'm sure you can. But
0: I guess that might be a noose, though, huh? That really wouldn't be <laughs> uh,
1: a nasty noose.
0: Yeah. So, so Timothy Johnson, though, regardless, picks up a big win at heavyweight, uh, and then the main event, the fight that uh, Bellator fans and, and MMA fans in general were looking forward to and talking about, Michael Chandler, yeah, picks up a knockout win over Benson Henderson. Uh, just crushed him. Crushed him with a uh, straight right, and then uh, and then finished it up with a follow up shot to the top of the head that that put uh, put Henderson uh, face down in the in the cage, uh, out cold. Uh, brutal. Uh, we, I mean, I, we've talked about Chandler in the past; he's one of my favorite fighters.
1: Um, hey, I like them both. I'm a big uh, yeah, fan of both of them. So uh, I, yeah. that was that was a tough one to watch for me. But I mean, obviously, the the thing that stands out, you know, obviously it's, that's a way to put a stamp. You finish a guy that hasn't been finished in, you know, what, 2006 or whatever it is. And then, uh, you know, he's free agent walking out on a win. Um, You would imagine. I don't know. Where do you want to see him? I I, obviously UFC is the first thing that comes up, but I wouldn't mind uh, him and Eddie Alvarez. Again, at one.
0: Oh, I don't want him to go to one. One's too hard to watch. It's just too hard
1: to see. I, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, it frustrates me already that I can't watch. You know, uh, Idy Alvarez. It, I can it, watch a, him, but it's not. I mean, the I can't. Timing, watch fr- you mean? Yeah. Well, it's Friday. Friday morning at four a.m. I got to work. The majority of Americans. Have yeah. To
1: work. I mean, yeah. I mean, I used to run them. on When I do go to my physical job location, I do have two monitors, and I would leave it on the bottom part of a monitor. But yeah. I hear you. Yeah. No. I. I I'm like. I'm not going to be able to do that here as long as we're working like this.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just not, it's not, that's not my first choice. Um, and other than the Eddie Alvarez fight, I, there's, I don't, um, I just don't have the, I just don't have the draw to one anymore that I used to have. Um, so with that said, I mean, I love him being the face of Bellator. I I, I love the story of a guy coming yeah. up, making a name for himself, becoming a uh, becoming rich fighting for a company and, 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 um, them treating him well and him treating them well and everything kind of working. Uh, a rematch with Patrice, uh uh Patricio Pitbull is a fight that obviously
1: I'd want to see. Um yeah he I mean, actually mentioned that in the post fight presser. But, you know, I mean he, he wouldn't mind running it back with either of those good dudes, Pitbull brothers.
0: You know, there's a bunch the Pitbull brothers, you got some other f- uh f- uh featherweights that could, you know, like an AJ McKee or something could potentially be a, a fun fight at, at, lightweight. Um, but with that said, I mean, it's hard not to uh, want to see him at least try to go to the UFC and see how yeah. it unfolds. Um, he's I a little say, older. You know, yeah. So. Well,
1: was he, I think he's 34, which is kind of like right there, right?
0: He's at the brink. He either goes yeah. to the UFC and he kills it for a couple of years or he just kind of gets exposed as being a little bit too old and, and maybe, maybe a little outclassed. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I, in the UFC though there's a ton of matchups. I mean obviously. Yeah,
1: especially uh, in that weight class. It's like yeah, murderers Row and he said he'd like to jump in at in in like the top 5 or at least within the top 10 or something like that. Um I, I think that's what he told Luke Thomas yesterday or today on on Luke Thomas's Serious XM show but um real quick I spoke at, at length about this on the uh the Sunday submission thing I do over at MMAnews.com YouTube channel. Um I'll drop a link or something on this uh after this is done processing but um, so I won't talk too much about it, but the only thing uh, that jumps in my head now as we're talking about it is that, uh, I would lo- I wouldn't mind if, he, uh, I think if the UFC wants to, has the money to do it, give him a, co- a contract that obviously would that, that belt or, you know, couldn't match or that seems better three fight contracts, see how he does. And then, you know, they can go from there if they want to, if he makes a title run at the UFC or, or, or not, but. I mean that seems standard slash fair. Don't they usually sign top name guys for three fights or so, right? They usually fight three fights for a year.
0: Yeah, I would say if you're if they sign uh, Chandler, it'll be a more of a five or like seven fight contract. I think that right. they would try to lock him up so that he wouldn't have any kind of negotiating power if he does start winning fights, right. um, and then threaten to go back to Bellator. Um, Kind of like I don't know what Eddie Alvarez I would assume it would be similar to like the Eddie Alvarez situation. Yeah. Which if, if that's the case for Chandler, then, then he's gonna make a lot of money. Um because Chandler kind of did it the way that now he stayed longer than I maybe would have even recommended yeah. if I was his agent. Um but he made his name in another organization. Now he's gonna get paid. He's not gonna see none of this twenty thousand, twenty thousand crap.
1: Yeah. He's gonna
0: be I imagine he won't get less than I, I would assume you're looking at two hundred to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in show money, at minimum, if yeah. I'm Michael Chandler, if it's anything less than that, I'm staying in Bellator, and I'm just gonna keep racking up wins, try to get my fourth title belt, and and just keep going at it. Um, I'm not gonna go to the UFC and, and give away my all my rights and everything I've got to, for anything less than than a quarter million. And that's 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 what I would think. And maybe I'm wrong on the numbers, but th- that's got to be somewhere in the neighborhood. Um, if not more,
1: if uh, they don't sign him, I'll make him in the PS4 video game that I ordered today <laughs> and in career mode. And then I'll see, I'll, I'll stream how he does. How he goes. There you go. <laughs>
0: is, there, is, is there anybody, I don't know if you talked about it, but is there anybody that if he does go to the UFC, you're, you you know, do you have a dream matchup or a fight that you just love to see uh, <sighs> go down quick?
1: Well, he mentioned, well, he didn't mention it. He didn't mention it out of, you know, somebody asked someone asked him, cause you know, you can't talk. You can't talk about the featherweight or welterweight class without somebody bringing up Conor McGregor. So someone that was on site there at the post-fight presser asked him how he matched up against Conor McGregor, and he seemed to have a really detailed uh, assessment of how that would go. And since you know him and him and Eddie Alvarez kind of have, uh, I actually tweeted something today how somebody asked like, "What was the most painful uh, MMA loss you ever saw?" And for me, it was uh, when Alvarez lost to uh, McGregor over here in new york at ufc 205 so since since alvarez and chandler have that connection you know they have that they're like in mma history destiny together whatever you want to call it i wouldn't mind if chandler and and mcgregor ran at it and chandler sort of got revenge for alvarez and uh you know put it on him so uh that's and it'd be a money fight for him so he deserves a money fight yeah i mean that's a uh I, I don't think McGregor would take that fight personally. No, McGregor's retired.
0: Yeah, and he's it's
1: it's not. If a, a it's not a, It's
0: not win win for him necessarily because, um, <laughs> sadly as it is, a lot of the UFC fans are gonna act, not gonna even know who Michael Chandler is, um, which is just how it is. I mean, I, I when I look at the rankings, obviously to me, like stylistically, a matchup that wouldn't happen immediately, but something down the line, Justin Gagey is a is an awesome stylistic matchup for me. And
1: um, yeah, but Justin's. Justin's got tunnel vision. He's only looking at Oh, the he's got the
0: title fight. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah This would be years off. And immediate he shows up tomorrow. Um I, I look at the list and I see three names that that look interesting to me. Raging Al seems like it would be an interesting fight. Yeah, uh, Paul Felder and uh Charles Oliveira. Those three guys, all all top, you know, top nine. Yeah, uh, even Dan Hooker at five. Um, but, uh, I think Oliver is an interesting matchup because you kind of get that grappling aspect yeah. and then, uh, and then Felder would just be Felder like Gagey would be a kind of a, it'd be a, it'd be a thrilling there. Somebody's going down, someone's yeah. bleeding and then, and then raging out, same kind of thing. Uh, kind of the, kind of the same kind of cut out. You talk about video games, like him and Chandler kind of <laughs> would have the same kind of, uh, you know attributes in a Yeah, sense. the wrestling
1: and the boxing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, agree. I mean
0: I do think Chandler's better. I think he would be like a 5 where Alec- I can't would be like a 4. But uh I
1: do well, think Thanos just a machine when it comes to training. I mean, it's cuz of him I take uh what is he, he he puts out a tweet once about one of his sponsors Dymatize that he takes those um shit. I got him back here. Amino acids for for sore muscles um he takes him and i was like yeah um they helped me get through training and he was like i would have to retire if i didn't take that supplement and i'm like if you look at his training footage i mean you get sore watching him train you know what i mean yeah i mean i hope <laughs> i hope
0: all that stuff is, is uh good and clear under usada
1: um yeah but... i'm sure it is i mean uh guy like him i don't see him i don't see someone like him those dudes that come from wrestling popping hot for anything
0: no no, but you know.
1: Yeah, you know. <laughs> <tankers> and, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. i just supplements you enough. don't know, we and know I, that. Yeah. And I
0: don't trust Usada at all either. I think that they're just as corrupt and, and incapable of actually doing their jobs <clears> as, as any organization there is. So um, but that's it, you know. So Chandler's gotta make up his mind. <clears throat> he called out the the fighters. Excuse me, he called out the fighters in the lightweight war- division of the around the world, told Scott Cochries on the clock, it's time to make mm-hmm. a deal um you know if i'm bellator i'm a, i'm i'm contemplating breaking the bank to keep him around i really am i i think that he's yeah
1: face. i think the bank that- is i i feel like when it comes to negotiations and money though because of everything that's happening you know uh i mean no one's really given a number of of, of how all these promotions boxing mma they're losing the gate revenue because of no fans i mean Dana White. I, oddly enough, was the only one that gave the number of 110 million average per event. So, you know what I mean? Like they, they don't even pay anybody that much. So no, uh, I I, yeah. mean, I understand,
0: but they, just, you have Bellator just signed Corey Anderson. So they just signed in a, a, another, you know, free agent.
1: Yeah. I just, which means they, where do they, where are they going to get money to keep for Chandler?
0: Perhaps, perhaps I just think that if I, if I was going to try to find money to keep anybody on their roster, the two guys that I would do my three guys, I would make sure I kept would be AJ McKee, uh, Patricio Pitbull and Michael Chandler. Those would be three guys that I wouldn't let leave at, uh, if, if it's humanly possible. And if it's not, that means that Chandler's making a ton of money and, and good for him. So that was, uh, you know, that would, it, it's going to be exciting no matter what happens. He either, yeah. Like said, he and to he stop. wants,
1: he said, he also said at the post fight press uh, event that he wants to fight one more time before the end of the year. So maybe we'll that'll be a nice way to close out crazy ass 2020 michael chandler in uh ufc in an event that matt can get tickets to (laughs) god i i I can't (laughs) wait
0: i I just i can't wait to when we can get back to somewhat of a normal life
1: Uh, yeah but you and me both man
0: yeah um so uh then over the weekend saturday we also had a ufc
1: card um not gonna break the whole thing down but yeah because that was on espn plus and i'll be watching ESPN plus <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched it the day after for folks that don't know this it seems to be if, if there's a Saturday ESPN plus card the very next they showed it Sunday at eleven thirty p.m. on ESPN two. so that's how I've been watching them during the coronavirus pandemic MMA scheduling but um, yeah Derek did, Derrick, Lewis got his win lost some weight uh Obviously chris Weidman got all out of the l column um
0: big win for Weidman. yeah he did, he did. Darius
1: had that spinning back fist knockout that echoed around the apex uh, yeah, that I mean, stands out that, to me
0: yeah that was I was gonna say those those three fights uh pretty much do it you know i i uh I thought Oleanek would was gonna win that fight to be honest, but uh you know. He he gets hit and uh, Lewis doesn't let you off the hook once he hits you and if you don't submit him when you get him down on the ground
1: then he, he also just... he also burned out his muscles a lot when he did, did, did that uh kesagatami on on uh, didn't he do it like for round one and part of round two or, it was a, a long time that yeah 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 the
0: uh, yeah so he did that for like
1: what like three minutes in round one and then I think he <laughs> even I think he had tried it in round two and that, that's a move that requires a lot of patience for it to work. So the fact that it lasted that long and Lewis survived, I mean, that's a strong man.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you're the you're the you're the grappling expert, but he just never seemed like he really had it. It always seemed like there was a a little gap uh, along Lewis's neck that was that was, you know, the head and arm wasn't really well, it was just, you know, it, it seemed like there was it was never in a situation where it, it was never really that locked in. I mean, he yeah, was trying well, to work it and it was uncomfortable as hell. That's
1: but, the thing about it. Like you, you you need the time to to, to make that thing be as, as as painful as it is. Not only do you need the time, but you need some friction so that people can't pop out. And you know with, with them, you know they're they're half naked and sweat being a factor. I mean Lewis, Lewis he, he admitted afterward that he he thought about tapping because it's super uncomfortable, especially with with a big man like that on top of you. Um, but I mean uh, patience, like I said, patience is just a, a lot of patience is required to get that submission especially when you're not wearing a gi because the friction of the gi will you know will make that harder to get out of so i think lewis knew that and was just kind of like if i keep moving i'll sweat enough and i can pop out of this thing and it worked for him
0: yeah like you said it's gonna it burns the hell out of your arms yeah Um, especially trying to squeeze on such a strong opponent too i mean trying to do it to lewis is, is like you know you got a giant muscle that you're trying to yeah. trying to squeeze up on so big win for Derek lewis i see the rumor about ba- or i see uh who's called him uh blades Curtis blades, Curtis yeah. blades. Uh, <sighs> you know i that's not a fight that i you know i think blades kills lewis personally but um
1: i don't know he looked good man i mean i guess like I, I,
0: I, I, I think blades takes him down and i just don't think that i don't think lewis i mean i think he 50 45s him in his sleep um, yeah. honestly, if, you know, if blades plays it smart, doesn't get caught with something in the first, you know, 25, 30 seconds, but yeah,
1: I mean, I, I do think the, the fact that he's committed to dropping another 15, 20 pounds, just right to be walk around weight is, uh, is a testament. Cause I mean, uh, as someone that's been down as, I mean, I'm, I'm 200 pounds now, but I've been as light as one seventy six in my uh, adult life. <laughs> and, uh, I know you definitely do move and feel better when you're lighter. Um, that ain't happening with this coronavirus so i'm drinking beer and getting fat at home and barely training as it is so
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah like you said it, it's testament to lewis and and i'm you know when lewis came to the ufc i thought he was going to be like a mid-tier heavyweight and um, all props to him and he's uh he's made a hell of a career for himself headlining events picking up headline wins and and you know taking a, shits I, after, I, fights.
1: after fights all about yeah. it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. So big win there. Decent card, uh, like you said. It was all ESPN Plus uh, on Saturday, which to this day I still will not understand why that's the case uh, <laughs> yeah. when there's not enough to even keep
1: on. Well, well sports are back. You haven't heard? <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, that, I, I think also, that's why, though.
0: You know, you know, I, I, I don't know. Well, it, it's yeah, obviously just. Yeah. They just want viewers for ESPN plus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, even with the replay, um, like I mentioned, uh, freaking, uh, uh, women's basketball. I still had to wait for women's basketball to finish, to watch the replay of an event that already aired. So there you
0: go. There you yeah. go. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it'd be like mass all and start taking up cornhole, And that's what it takes to get on regular ESPN apparently.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, Speaking of big time shows and uh, big time event this Saturday. Yeah uh, the fight I didn't expect to see uh, in the bubble. Uh Stepe Miosic, Daniel Cormier trilogy bout, uh, the champ Miosic coming off a knockout win over Cormier, I'm
1: following about gonna... where
0: Cormier knocked out Miosic to become a two division champion. Um hell of a fight. Yeah. I mean it's this is this is as good as it gets at heavyweight combat uh, this trilogy is probably the the best uh, at least so far through the first two fights is the best heavyweight trilogy that i can that i can think of um nogara fedor obviously is another big one but one of their three fights was a no contest um from a from a cut um but yeah so you start at the bottom of the card um as you scrolling down
1: oh did they add this oh no, that's that's the first fight yeah
0: so just not a lot of information on some of these guys. Obviously, we know Herbert Burns. Oh no,
1: I, I haven't clicked. Uh,
0: oh, you got to click on it to bring up this. Yeah, stuff. which so,
1: which one do you? Which oh one you nothing, nothing specifically.
0: specifically. So work your way up the card. But like I said, Herbert Burns uh, is fighting uh, Daniel Pineda. That's one of the early prelims. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Gilbert Burns' brother is uh, is Herbert. So
1: yeah, I'm actually um, working on my five fights to watch, and this is one of them. For yeah, it be interesting. I mean, uh
0: Herbert. Burns is eleven and two. Pineda is kind of a, is a uh, an old school LFA
1: dude who uh, hasn't had great success in the UFC. But, oh, look uh, at this! Been... That's some breaking news from Jake Sage: Kutalaba fight canceled. He tested positive. Oh,
0: for steroids or for COVID?
1: I would imagine it's COVID.
0: <laughs> really? Because
1: I initially, thought of, course it, of course, it's steroids. <laughs> <laughs> is it still on here? No, it's all. Is, is it pulled off? Oh, no. This is the fight that he's referencing. Oh, so I wonder if they're going to get anyone from Magomed uh, Ankaliyev. This is the gentleman here. Ion. Ion Tested positive for Ion. Yeah. Yeah, no. A- COVID, COVID-19 looks like. Okay.
0: So, all right. So Jake Sage, breaking news. Yeah.
1: Live on the Shout podcast. Jake yeah. Sage. Follow Jake Sage. The new Ariel Hawani. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that sucks. Cause that was one of the fights. Uh, that was a main card fight. Um, a fight that was a controversial um, finish. Let's say uh, as uh, a was, the fight was stopped while he was still standing. Um, whether he was playing punch drunk or he was just kind of stumbling around the ring uh, will be left to be seen. But uh, it was a rematch, uh, kind of some bad blood that, um, definitely had violence written all over it so that Too is bad. disappointing to see um but other main card fights uh john dotson versus oh, yeah the
1: Marab- like- dashovili Divashvili, new That's york that. city's finest uh georgian <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, sarah longo team team sarah longo
0: I mean, obviously, this to me, like, just by looking at it, seems like it should be kind of like a, a new guy in town fight.
1: Um, using John Dodson's coronavirus haircut on that <laughs> picture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh,
0: but yeah. So I mean, I, 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 it's kind of a toss-up fight, but it's a fight that Vili needs to win if he wants to, uh, wants to keep. A name for himself i feel like dodson's kind of the uh the gatekeeper yeah uh, in in the lighter divisions, so um it's not going to be an easy easy fight but uh, i'll take dasha to win like i said I just, the newer fresher blood um and that he'll, he'll figure out some way to uh to make it
1: happen yeah i gave my pick away once we started talking about him obviously picking devas too because uh i feel like he even his losses like kind of you know could have been wins when he's lost by decision so, he's definitely go getter. I see. I I see. Uh, I see him out working. Uh, John Dodson with his uh soul glow hairdo over there. So.
0: <laughs> was um, I don't. Was Jim Miller always on the card?
1: Jim Miller, yeah, but he's on the on the uh, on the prelims. Yeah, it says
0: we, it could,
1: no- we might as yeah. well look at that because uh. I That's think that happening.
0: according to topologies, move that into the main card slot now.
1: Oh, good. Um, good for Jim Miller,
0: but that might be wait and see. Uh, I mean, there's nothing official about that, obviously. Yeah. But, but yeah, he fights, uh, Vince Pinchel, uh, you know, Miller just as it's amazing how long that guy's been around and how many fights he's had in the UFC. Um, in fact, nobody's had more. So, uh, it's, it's really incredible. Um, you know, I'm going to pick Jim Miller to win. I just, you know, I'm not going to, I'm done picking against him. Uh, not that I made a career out of doing that, but, uh, you know, he's, he's earned, he should have earned everybody's respect at this point. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I wasn't always, you know, he's your East coast guy. So I get it. He wasn't always, Jersey my, too. Yeah. he wasn't always my cup of tea, but, uh, but he's earned my respect over the, the last, you know, decade and a half. And, uh, you know, I'll be happy to watch him fight and, and looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully, he does make the main card fight. He does deserve to. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. ESPN out. put up the Kutal, Kutalaba news of an hour ago. So it was probably just around the time we started. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, it's, I, I've always picked Jim Miller for just out of uh, habit by, by this point. So I'm not going to go away from that. I mean, um, the last time I saw him fight in Jersey was in Atlantic City uh it was the it was when he fought cowboy here in atlantic city i forget what event that was it was one of the fight nights though at the at the defunct Re- revel casino and uh, it was hard to watch but i i'm glad that he's still around and still able to pick up some w so hopefully he gets one this saturday
0: big heavyweight bout on the main card jds junior dos santos faces off against jazzy Gia- zeno jazzy rosenstruck i don't even know why i try to say his first name jaren zeno rosenstruck um
1: rosenstruck
0: there you go i, I think
1: that's one. how you say it but
0: <laughs> like your gold member or something <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> um
0: <laughs> I, uh i'm going with jds uh i don't think rosenstruck is as um I, I don't think he's as good. I'm just saying it as uh, as the hype kind of got built up. I know he was undefeated. I know he knocked out Overeem with milliseconds left in their fight. Fight, he was getting beat pretty bad, and then he got um, taken down hard yeah. by Nganu. I, yeah. I think I think dos Santos. I, let's put it this way: This is like if Joe Santos doesn't win this fight, it's time for him to basically start thinking heavy retirement or or let's move to Bellator or go to Ryzen or something. Um, I think he wins though. Uh, I think he wins. Uh, I think he wins by TKO late in the third round. Uh, I think yeah. he. he uh, I think Rosa struck, um, gases out a little bit, um, and, and Dos Santos is able to keep enough pressure on uh, to put him down with something and then finish him on yeah. the ground.
1: You know, interesting. I. I, uh, I don't. I I picked against him the last time, so I'm, I, that's the only reason I'm not picking against him this time. JDS. But um, it's hard to disagree with you. I'm just noticing. I think I think so far you and I have all the same picks as we go to, towards uh, as we move towards uh, the co-main event. But um, yeah. Um, I, the, my only concern for JDS is obviously he's taken a lot of damage in his career. That stuff tends to sit with fighters for a while. So that's my only concern. But it's not obvious. I thought that last time, and you know he won. He did well. So. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, I think I'll, you and I are going to be on the same page for that one.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then again, uh, as we've chatted about in the past, just struck coming off his first career loss, a devastating knockout to Ngannou. So we'll see how he rebounds, uh, from that as well.
1: Uh, Francis Ngannou though.
0: Eh, not, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that makes it just that much as yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't get knocked out by a, uh, you know, some kind of, you know. He didn't get like, knocked out by Michael Bisbing. You know, he got knocked yeah. out by Francis Ngannou. But, um, yeah, so good heavyweight fight, co event.
1: Don't make Michael Bisping come after you because you know he will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing – no disrespect to Michael Bisping, <laughs> but nobody's comparing his punching power to Francis Ngannou. Yeah. Um, I don't think even he would deny that. So <laughs> uh, co-main event, though, Sugar Sean O'Malley – Faces Marlon Vera, a bout originally scheduled for UFC 235 um, fight week or fight week. Uh, God, last year when we had fight, well, two Julys ago when we actually had fight week. Yeah. Um, I believe that was it. Admit- this was the that was the initial time this fight was scheduled. Uh, I'm not a fan of Sean O'Malley. I'm not going to
1: lie. <laughs> <laughs> why, well, tell me why. I mean, I, I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> but but I just wanna, <laughs> I mean I got I got to be, I gotta be
0: I, I, careful breaking this down. But no, he's just not my. It's just uh, I don't maybe we're old. I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> That's I'm, a good... I'm old, and he's not my. Uh, it's just not my, uh, not my style, and not not my. Uh, just not my gig. I'm not. A, I, I think he's fun to watch. I, he puts on a show in the cage, but yeah, his act his look his. I just, it's just not my, just not my cup of tea. I, I hope he gets beat the hell, the hell beat out of it. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I just, I just do. I don't know. And that's good for him. I mean, uh, you either want people to love you or hate you and I don't hate the guy, but I, uh, I don't love him. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Marlon Vera, uh, probably lose this fight brutally, but, uh, I'm going to hope that he just, you know, you know what it is about Sean O'Malley. It's that he won a fight. No, <laughs> fight against, uh, Saka Matal or or however you say his name where he blew out his knee and that that guy laid on top of a guy with a busted knee all he had to do was stand up and and he he would have picked up the win Um, and Sean O'Malley wouldn't be anywhere near where he is right now if if Saka Matal just stood up um, in one of the worst fight IQ fights of all time. So maybe that's it. Maybe I just saw Sean. I, I, but his last two performances have been outstanding. I mean, he's put people on their ass and, uh, it's just, I feel like his early fights is overhype. Um, I don't know. That's why. So I'm picking Marlon Vera. Uh, what do we got? We only got three rounds here. I'm going to go by decision. I don't know if he'll finish him. Uh, but I think he beats him and wins 30, 27.
1: Well, I mean, I don't, I don't hold people's, uh, out of uh cage antics against them like you. <laughs> so, um I actually as as a martial artist and his skill set, I do I like I like Sean O'Malley in that sense, but I hear you on the other stuff. <laughs> so, um I cuz I me I, I am also an old man, but uh I mean, as a martial artist, uh I've seen him fight enough to know that he's definitely he's definitely a force to be reckoned with in his division. Um He's got. The, he's. He's also. Uh, I, you always hear me talk about the ectomorphs in MMA. That is his. Uh, his frame, the type of frame that he fights with, um, which they seem to be notoriously difficult fighters. So it's hard for me to pick against Sean O'Malley, despite his hairdo or whatever you might think he smells like.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I and even all that doesn't doesn't necessarily lead me to not like the guy. I just uh, I just don't. Uh... It's just his whole act. I mean, I, his whole, it, who he, I don't know. Maybe it's who he is. Maybe it's not an act. I don't know. He's just, I, he, I, he wouldn't be my friend. He wouldn't be somebody I'd hang out with. <laughs> so, may, may, you know, maybe I'll be shallow, but that's, that's where, uh that's where I'm, we are. I'm and, sure uh, he's
1: hurt by that. Oh, by I'm that. sure he's devastated <laughs> by it. Um,
0: as I, as he clicks paychecks that I'm paid to, <laughs> to go watch him fight. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I,
1: Oh, I, I Well I know right, Marlon Vera's no slouch either. Like I'm not no, no. counting I, 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 I actually I, think this is probably a potential fight of the night, you know, situation uh between them. But uh I mean uh well you hopefully you have the right numbers up, but let's see if I mean Sean O'Malley already has height on him. I feel like he's taller than five eleven. Uh,
0: that, that might be accurate though for a for a bantamweight.
1: weight. I mean that's pretty pretty yeah. tall. I mean you're talking with But Barrow, he's, Uh maybe. the reach the reach he's already got a two inch reach on him. So that's that's what I mean by the ectomorph, the frame, those those long wiry types. Um,
0: He's got all the skills. He showed grit. He showed tremendous grappling when he when he uh, competed at quintet. Mm-hmm. Um, surprised the hell out of people. If this fight would have taken place when it was initially scheduled a, a little over a year ago, I would have thought Vera would have roll him. But after seeing yeah. the la- after seeing quintet and after seeing, uh, I wonder
1: how they measure these. Uh the grappling uh, percentages and stats. I, I mean, I know we always bust on the UFC for having inaccurate numbers anyway, but I, I would uh, one, I would like to see a submission defense average, like how many submissions, maybe they can count how many submissions fighters escape so that you know where they lie. You know what I mean? Cause this says a submission average. I would, I don't know if that means winning or, you know, I'm assuming that means Submission. I'm assuming that's attempts per yeah. 15
0: minutes. Yeah, no, escapes would be kind of cool because then you could see what the likelihood of somebody getting out of something is. Yeah. Um because
1: they have it here for uh striking. See the defense. Yeah. So, hmm. I
0: mean I d I don't see a submission in this fight. Uh I, I think O'Malley is is kind of in the in the MMA world, wants to stand and bang and uh and, and he's been successful. I he's twelve and oh. I mean I I'm not you know, I don't want to bash the guy because he very well could end up becoming a world champion.
1: But um, like I said, people just, change, Matt. He's a young guy. He could cut his hair and wash it. And you know what I mean? And to be the new uh, Mike Perry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh,
0: but uh, hey, good fight. Co-main event. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't like it as the co-main event. I feel like we're we're kind of being ripped off on this pay per view, but
1: maybe I I just do think it. maybe uh maybe they they kind of um, jumped the gun on uh, making that the co main event, but uh, maybe they didn't want to have the two heavyweights, you know, who knows how? I mean, in in the era in the COVID time, who knows uh you know how fights are being made these days? Obviously, yeah, you know, I mean they
0: got to they got to do with what they got. I just feel like the cards. I think the cards like they a just fight lost short. A fight,
1: so we'll see what happens. They yeah. might change that.
0: That brings us then to the main event. Uh,
1: as oh my god! Earlier, um, Can't gosh. wait for this one. I'm actually been excited since yesterday for this particular fight.
0: Yeah, it's. I've, I've it's been weird for me because I actually these are two guys that I do like, um,
1: two yeah. guys that I, I, I
0: you know yep. and and kind of like the Chandler Henderson fight. It's two professionals that uh, are are at the top of their game, and uh, gosh, I. The weird thing for me is that I attended the first two fights and I actually would have loved to attend to the third. Cause it was just,
1: Oh yeah, it would have been pretty cool.
0: Kind of a, uh, you know, a bookend of, of a trilogy to be a part of it all. Um, my heart wants to say Daniel Cormier, just because I'd love to see the guy go out on top. And, and I think he's just great for the sport. Um, but my brain after seeing the last fight says, I don't see how he wins. I think Miosic has found out um, what to do. Um, their first fight was a first round knockout, and Cormier caught him right on the button on the chin, kind of you know, kind of chin side of the head, temple, you know, and, and put him down hard. Uh, the second fight stretched out among a few rounds, and it seemed like Miocic kind of figured it out with the body shots. If uh, if he's able to avoid Cormier's wrestling, I think Miocic picks up the win. I don't think we're going to get a finish in this fight. I think we get I think Miosic I'm going to take Miosic in a very close decision. Mm. I'm going to take him 3 rounds to 2 um in a close decision and I'm going to say that maybe Cormier doesn't retire because he's not happy with the way the judges see the fight.
1: <laughs> I mean that's a good call if he if he loses. But uh uh, so you're going. You're going. Uh, I'm
0: going. I'm going. My brain's ta- telling me Miosic.
1: Okay. I, I
0: will be. I will be pulling for Cormier slightly, though, because, like I said, I'd I'd like to see the dude if he's honestly going to retire.
1: Yeah, uh, go out on top. So I'm going for uh, Cormier, um, only because uh, even though he lost the last one, he was winning right up until he lost. I don't know uh, what happened, or that he opened up. You know, he left himself open for a body shot that hurt him, that led to the end of that fight. But, um, his uh, there's some. I think there's something to be said for active fighters that call a lot of fights because they kind of get to analyze things and 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 come up with things in fights that make them. It, it adds to their fight IQ and makes them uh, very cerebral fighters. And uh, for a heavyweight, I think uh, Cormier has been the most cerebral when you look at their first fight. How uh, he did that thing where uh, he put up his uh he had his hands up but he would lift his arms to bait uh miocic for the underhooks so that he could get the shot that he wound up winning that fight and i don't remember i think he did try early to do that in the second fight but uh i mean miocic got the win because uh, to his own admission i think he said something kind of like oh you know oh look at his belly let me just try these body shots and that's not something uh, Cormier was expecting especially when you take it when you get hit in the body and and, and you're not tensed up for it I mean you know body shots they hurt and, and they can mess you up' it's it's, it's it's you know at least when you get knocked out you just kind of just fall and you wake up and like what happened but, but the body shot it's distracting and and that that's what led to his finish. Um, but uh, I, I just feel like Cormier might have he he has a better plan you know a better mindset to win. Um, I, 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 the way he's been training and talking, interviews have, I've seen him do. I'm not, I don't watch the embedded, but I do watch other interviews. In the TMZ, how he said that this is, uh, he's never trained the way he's trained before. And but the thing, the thing that makes this fight a coin toss for me, is the fact that both men are are making adjustments for this whole COVID nineteen situation. I mean, look at how long it was delayed because Miocic was being a first responder, couldn't get going with his own training because of the gyms and stuff that he didn't have access to. Meanwhile, you know, cause Cormier's is a maniac. Uh, the TMZ interview I saw him do, I mean, he used his, him and his family got a new house, but he hadn't gotten rid of the old house yet. And that became his training facility with his, like, so that's kind of like a his own training bubble there that he's been using. So I think preparation might, whether it's been very stressful mentally might weigh in and could change things. But, um, I'm not. I'm not picking against Cormier.
0: Well, their second fight, Cormier did look really good the first two rounds. Uh, third round, the momentum did start to shift. Um, I mean, I can remember specifically sitting there in my seat and telling the person I was sitting next that, you know, momentum's moving. And then, and then, Corm- and then Miosic finished him in the fourth. Um, what interesting side note for this fight is that it's taking place at the U S UFC apex. So it's going to be the 25 foot cage, the smaller cage. Oh yeah. I wonder point. how that might play into Cormier's wrestling. Um, not having, mm. you know, uh, Miosic is a good wrestler himself, but Cormier is Olympic level. I wonder if that's going to really favor Cormier, uh, in that he does has so much less area that he's going to chase somebody down mm. or that when he shoots in the cage is that much closer, to it where you know he's not trying to force somebody up against the cage he's kind of always there uh, yeah so i wonder if the smaller confines what that's going to do that also might not be great for cormier because it might allow miocic's boxing mm. to uh to keep him boxed in too so um it will be interesting we haven't seen a world title fight anywhere near this level uh take place at the uh, at the apex Um, for, for especially, you know, we've had a couple of fight title fights, but not, not heavyweight level with, uh, two big dudes in the smaller cage. So that'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. But yeah, I I look, I look forward to it. I just hope this is one of those fights again, two old legends. I hope neither of them get seriously injured the, after the fight. And, uh, and I hope they put on a hell of a show. I, the first two fights were outstanding. And,
1: uh, I do, I I don't think, I mean, I, I feel like the thing about, I mean, I know there's arguments for and against it, but in all honesty, I mean, most of these guys, when they do their fight camps and training, I doubt they're training in, in the size cage that they compete in anyway. So I feel like that whole thing about the the, the size of the cage is uh, just you know something for uh, you know some clicks and headlines and stuff. But I mean, I mean, I've never fought in a cage, so I really don't know. Uh, we'd have to get asked maybe ask the next next time we get a fighter on here uh, their opinion on on the size of the cage and stuff like that. But I feel like if given the situation with their preparation, if if it's a small space. It probably doesn't matter to them, you know?
0: It might not matter to them, but I think it matters. I really do. I think the amount of square footage you're talking when you're when you're talking it's one sixth less the size. Yeah. You know, from twenty five to thirty. Um I, I I do think it matters. Uh I think that's why a lot of, I think that's why they're trying to move Costa Adesanya to uh to Fight Island mm. is because it it that would affect Adesanya a lot. His movements, his uh I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think it it matters. Um, now training wise, I agree. I don't think these dudes have 30 foot UFC style octagons in their gym. Um, at least no gym I've ever been to has had a full size, true full size octagon. Um, uh, so we'll, we'll see. I I just think it's going to be a great fight. And, uh, I I look forward to, uh, talking about the results next week.
1: Yeah. It's going to be interesting. That's for damn sure.
0: All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for this week. Um, Fans can follow us at combat hour on Twitter, coast to coast combat hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matt Hawkins on Twitter and Instagram at MMA Hawk 21. Uh, follow Ed at Carbazal on Twitter, Carbizal on Instagram. And of course, check us out at all um, The home of this podcast and uh, Ed. Look forward to talking to you next week, man. Uh, enjoy the fights and uh, and hang in there, dude.
1: You too, man. Stay stay breezy. <laughs> Is that <laughs>
0: what Sean O'Malley would say? <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have a oh, good one, dude. Oh, real quick. Oh, got, uh, I got a, the, the thing about the uh, – I was joking about the PS4. I ordered the UFC 4 PS4 game, and I know they're doing something Friday night uh, where the fighters are playing like actors on twitch or whatever but if anybody i'm probably going to be on my old my my twitch handles old head carb and i'll probably be broadcasting my uh my fights with my own commentary when i'm not watching the real thing or training or whatever so
0: you'll have to remind me because if you haven't played that game you're going to get your ass whooped it is it's tough it's not yeah no
1: yeah <laughs> i haven't played a, i haven't played an mma based video game since the pride game on ps2 so <laughs> Good old days yeah Whoa. All right, man.
0: All right. Have a good one.
1: See you. Hey, guys. Ed here. East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on youtube and anywhere you listen to podcasts also if you'd like to help us out and donate uh, the support links are in any of the uh podcast descriptions and some of the links are also provided on our youtube channel the Blogboard jungle um thanks again for listening and if you give us some support we'll give you a shout out on the podcast maybe uh bring you on for a ufc pay-per-view breakdown or two thanks again